Homemakers, our show is made possible by a few carefully selected advertisers and because of our Patreon friends. If you haven't yet, we invite you to show your love for the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. There you will receive downloads to both of our cookbooks, exclusive access to snippets of the Homemaker Chic book as it's being written, and a private invitation at the end of every season to join us for our live fangirl party call. You can be a part of Homemaker Chic and show your support for the show by visiting patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. And now, let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. Um, <laughs> blanked, blanked on all the other things I'm supposed to say. I'm Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, and I host this podcast with my BFF 2,000 miles away, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. So we are two homemakers, 2,000 miles apart. It has been one year and two months since we've seen each other. And we're joining you here every Monday and Thursday here on Homemaker Chic to just help you know you're not alone, to encourage you, to inspire you, hopefully to make you laugh, to make you cry, to do all the things that uh, a podcast, a good podcast should do. Okay. I just had a little fairy drop this off in my office window. Oh, that's so sweet. Cute. I'm getting, um, I'm, and this is the week where I receive all the, here are some wood hyacinth gifts, so sweet. love offerings from my kids because they're everywhere in the forest. They're so cute. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Juju brought me a bouquet the other day and she had really taken a lot of care to like pick all the dandelions and like do all the things. And then she had wrapped it up with this piece of old tablecloth like a plastic checkered tablecloth that we had thrown away and she had cut a little with a little pocket knife cut a little corner off and wrapped it around and then duct taped over that so it was like a nicely bound little little nosegay nosegay. so sweet oh they're so precious they are they're so precious um how are you today you good uh yeah i am okay okay Mm -hmm. Super convincing as always. Yeah, it's just a little, you know, it's like a little birthing experience. The summer magazine is okay, you know, like okay, just inches closer to the printer. So yeah, okay, it's always a good feeling. Yeah, do you feel mm-hmm. like it's like a, like a creative baby every month, or now that you've been doing it for like what a year and a half, have you kind mm-hmm. of gotten in the the groove? No, of just it's it's what it feels quarterly, like. but yeah, it's definitely. A creative baby and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't feel like a lot of downtime in between them because we always do like mm-hmm. a pre-sale for the magazine kind of a month before it comes out mm-hmm. so it kind of still feels like i just got done with the other one but that's okay yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like that in our cooking community too because we have to start the recipes a good solid month before they come out so we have to, because we have to create them and they have to go off to the printer and be mailed back and we have to stuff all the envelopes and record the, like the how-to video. Like, so we have to get all that done. So it's ready to go on the first. Yeah. And so it's like, the, I, I have to like back work ahead with the printer, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. that like that stuff takes so long. It does. You know, and I just sat and mapped out like the next year, like, mm-hmm. you know, you start 
because uh-huh. it's going to be summer and I'll need to photograph for next summer, this summer. And so you're just kind of like your wheels are never not turning. Yeah. No. Ever. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm so grateful for the way the Lord made me. And sometimes I'm like, why have you made me this way? <laughs> Do other people's brains really turn off? It's like, yeah. I know. I always think about that verse. That's like, who is the pot to say to the potter? Why have you made me this way? Mm-hmm. But honestly, why have you made me this way? <laughs> yeah. The other day I was just like, really just, ugh. maybe you better read Ecclesiastes this morning. Seriously. Like, yeah. Um. So we have these friends, Brad and Haley. Hi, Haley, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this. They are in, so we talked about Monday, about motherhood, about trenches, about all that kind of stuff. And we're going to go a little bit of a different route today. But we've had Brad and Haley over for dinner. We've been longtime family friends with their family. And the last time we had supper with them, Brad said, you know, you guys gave us this like really great advice and it really stuck with us. And it was like probably the most helpful advice that we've gotten as parents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, us? That can't You're be. kind of like, like, what did we say? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> He goes, oh boy, you told us to take everything we love and hold it in our hand and then light it on fire. <laughs> I was like, that is something we say. We did say that. Because that us. Yeah. We were talking, you know, he had like, he sort of had his time in the morning where he liked to do things. Like, all that goes to die, you know? And if you right. try to hang on to it, literally, you will live forever in frustration. And yeah. We totally did say that. But I think about that even sometimes, like, just creatively. This is the way that you are. And, like, the harder that you try to, <laughs> to like, fight it, um, you're just going to live in constant frustration. It's frustrating to have your mind always just turned on creatively, but it's also frustrating to not have any sort of outlet for creativity. So, um, yeah, you know. Uh, recently, somebody was like, oh, I hope Angela's not overdoing it. You know, like, don't spread yourself too thin. And I just kind of laughed. I'm like, first of all, like, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> like, I am the fuel that mm-hmm. drives this ship. Like, I the, like, I don't have a choice. And I don't mean that martyrdom. But like, this is yeah. the life we've chosen. So yeah. I, it's always the next idea, fine-tuning the current idea, you know. But, yeah, <laughs> keep going. Yep. It never stops. Um, It is a great trait for a homemaker to have, though. And Mm -hmm. I love it when over on Instagram, if you guys follow us over there, Homemaker Chic Podcast, people are constantly like tagging us and sharing videos with us of their spaces that they've created in their home. For example, like, oh, I've designed this space and and I've, you know, used whatever I can find. And maybe it's stuff from Goodwill. Maybe it's stuff your grandma gave you, you know, like, But everybody's sort of finding their creative pocket of being like, okay, I'm taking my space, whether it's a bedroom, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a little farmhouse, and I'm like creating something, like I'm putting Mm -hmm. this to something. And I don't know, like, doesn't every homemaker, like we're always spread thin because we're doing that at the same time as we're doing laundry and we're cooking breakfast and we're paying our bills and we're managing our homes. And like, Mm -hmm. I think it's great. We're so good at multitasking. Go us. It's part of being a homemaker, isn't it? We're broad. It's just, it's, yeah, it's we're the spread job thin. description. <laughs> that, like, the, the the sooner you just kind of come to terms with it. Exactly. Go, okay. I was just going to say, if if not being spread too thin, like, I would have quit yesterday. Like, what, what, what homemaker mean? isn't spread thin? 
Right. Is what I mean. Okay. Like if that's the qualification, we should have already quit being homemakers. Right. <laughs> because that okay. is part of the job description. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's uh three meals a day is a lot. Gro- like sure. you're you're deciding what people eat. You're sure. You're a doctor mom. You're like managing people's health. And oh yeah, it's just psh. Yeah. 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 Or maybe you're maybe you're managing a basement renovation project. And by the way, broadly failing at doing that. <laughs> Shall we say that? <laughs> any any uh Well, yes, I'm I'm so, I'm so glad that you asked. No. <laughs> um oh, boy. Electrical work is being done now, but electrical work is being done one day a week for about four hours. So that's that. And tell you what, Washington bureaucracy is really where dreams go to die. And I've lost faith in the entire system at this point. (laughs) Like, is this what it takes to install a washer and dryer in Washington state? Wow. you do. I see you. Anyway, um, yeah, so we're, there's not really a light at the end of the tunnel. So we're just, we're trying to keep our cool, trying to keep our cool right now. That's it. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, um, I've always been one of those homemakers. So we've, I've shared on this podcast many times because it was so impactful for me. My mom didn't work on Friday. She was a working mom outside the home. She worked Monday through Thursday. Friday, she was home. Fridays, we went to school. So when we would come home on Fridays, the house was clean and it smelled like bleach and there was food and new food in the refrigerator and it was just like the best day. Friday was the best day because we'd go to Blockbuster and we'd rent a movie afterwards and like everyone was just happy and it it all came from the house Mm -hmm. because like you you could feel the joy that my mom had putting the house right, sort of cleaning away the filth of the week and sort of stepping into the next part of the week. And I loved that. Mm -hmm. And it was so like impactful for me growing up in that, that that's now how I manage my house. Like that's how I put things right. It's just the way I'm wired. There's no fighting it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. like, you know, we always joke on the podcast about like getting to the stage of the day where you can light a candle. Okay. Like the dishes are washed. The floor is vacuumed. The food's put away. The counters are wiped off. Angela and I often text back and forth. I just lit the candle. Like I have a new one here. Like okay, okay. Hill House Naturals. Okay, so okay. it looks like they have a website: hillhousenaturals.com. Fresh linen. Uh, okay. That's what it's called, and it's. I'm like, and that's what my house needs to smell like this spring. It smells yes, so good, and not outrageous. I mean. Twelve dollars, I think, at this at the shop I got it at. But yeah, it smells so good. Okay, so mm-hmm. ironically, you said candle, and this is sitting on my desk. Yeah, it's a, that's a mm-hmm. nice place to get to during your day to just light that candle. Um, and so, all like project basement renovation stuff aside, the hardest part for me has just been not able to like get to that place with. Like all of our clothes are in boxes, our shoes are everywhere. <laughs> We've got like mine yeah. and all of mine and Stuart's stuff. A third of our house is basically displaced right now. And yeah. so like I can't get there. You know, I just I'll like, say to Joel, everywhere I look is ugly. Yeah. Everything is under like there's no place for my eye to rest. I can't 
There's no rest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And functionality is really, really important when, you know, we school here, we live here, we farm here, we work here. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of here. And so a lot of here, here. Functionality is super (laughs) important. And um, it's just not functional. So that it's like, like climbing up a mountain, but like never getting to the peak. You just have to like walk around for six months, just around. You can't summit. <laughs> it's really anticlimactic. <laughs> so currently mm. circling. So if if you are not in like a you're renovation. You're in a holding pattern. <laughs> yeah. If you're not there, will you clean your house for me, please? And will you just like put that cherry on top, make your bed, like tuck your yeah. clothes into the dresser drawers? Can you just do that for me, please? And share share a picture of Organize my Instagram for me? Because I'd really love to This one's it. for you, girl. Please. <laughs> I need somebody else to be satisfied at least. Right? Because, <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, but some other really fun things are happening here. I think we should cue the wine music. I think we should okay. talk about wine. And then I want to share some fun stuff. Okay. Let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I okay. suppose we got some fun stuff. We got we're some gonna, fun stuff We're going to gonna chat business. We kind of got some fun. Yes. Okay. Exciting. We Thanks. want you to go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. They have beautiful wine subscriptions that will be sent right to your door. Naturally yeasted, no garbage wines, no additives. Did you know that less than 0.01% of the wines grown all around the world, bottled all around the world, meet dry farm wines criteria it's very strict um this is the creme de la creme the best of the best so dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic you can get an extra bottle with your first order for just a penny when you use our link so it's worth making sure you click that in the show notes um i mentioned on monday kava And I want to kind of expand that a little bit for people because I got some messages that were like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So I thought we could do a little lesson on kava today. Okay, please do. Okay. Because it's bubbly and we all need... It's very bubbly and beautiful. We all need more bubbly. Can I be honest and just say at this point in my life, I could probably just drink bubbly. Um, Like there's no occasion where it doesn't feel appropriate for me. How old are you? (laughs) How old are you going to be in a few weeks? Do we get to ask that question? Uh, I will be 36 on May 20th. Okay. Yes. See, um, birthday. I guess I'll open a glass of or a bottle of bubbly, right? Marilyn was drinking bubbly every day when she was 36. Okay. Well, I should take life lessons from her because that worked out well. Marilyn. <sighs> Sheer eye roll. Okay, I'm teasing. All right. So, um,. You know, a lot, obviously, most all of us are familiar with champagne. This is a sparkling wine that comes from the Champagne region of France. A lot of us are familiar with Prosecco, which is a sparkling wine that comes from the Prosecco region of Italy. And then you'll see other wines. So there are other sparkling wines that come from France or come from Italy, and they're literally just called sparkling wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like Italy in particular, it has all these, you know, there are, if there's Parmesan Reggiano from parma right Right. there's balsamic vinegar from modena like there are all these very specific food um Mm -hmm. sort of it's strict it's like these rules of if you're going to call it this it has to come from here so 
not all sparkling wine from France is called Champagne. Not all sparkling wine from Italy is called Prosecco. So Spain is also a big producer of sparkling wines. And Cava was sort of their response to this. So they originally called it Spanish Champagne. And then okay. in, the, in the 70s, they're like, no, let's not do that. Let's call it Cava, which actually means cellar. Um, right. And so what Cava essentially means is that it's a naturally old style method of making a sparkling wine. So cava is a sparkling wine from a very specific region of Spain, which I believe is the northeastern part of it. It has a name that I probably got a Catalonia. Okay. Catalonia. Yeah. So funny, this is okay. So northeast Spain. I went. Did you see me? Like I'm like I'm like trying to figure out. Well, we talked about Salvador Dali on Monday. And when I was in Spain, I went to Cataques, which is northeastern. They speak Catalan. And that's where Salvador Dali was from. And so anyway, that's just funny. Okay, so 95% of cava comes from this northeastern region in Spain called Catalonia. Um, Anyway, it's a naturally fermented wine. It's you know, known all around the world. So if you see – if you go to the grocery store and you see cava – In theory, it's always hard to win. You're bringing in other brands. But in theory, that should mean that it's basically a dry, medium-bodied, naturally made wine that comes from this region of Spain. So it's kind of a good thing to know to look out for Mm -hmm. because sparkling wine can be really general and it can also be very poorly made and have tons of additives and sugars made for it. So yeah, it can be really bad. It can be really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, cava is a traditional method. It's basically exactly like they make champagne in France, just from a different region. So it is the Spanish champagne. Cool. Um, So Dry Farms has a bubbly subscription, which I mentioned on Monday as well. And it's three bottles of bubbly. And it's my favorite. It's so much my favorite that I actually get two every month. (laughs) And my UPS driver is like, Really? And I'm like, you don't know me. Back off, Tanya. And then it's <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> anyway, my poor UPS driver. <laughs> oh my gosh, at this point it's just yeah. yeah. Uh dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. You can check out the different memberships that they have there. They actually just launched a new membership. So they've always had, you know, your three, six, nine, twelve reds, whites sparkly rosé mm-hmm. but they just um they just launched a new one that's lower alcohol wines and so these are wines that have an alcohol level of 11.5 or lower which can be really great for some, for certain people who desire that so that's a new membership that they offer i think they call it their low ab i don't remember i'm going to butcher it anyway check it out okay. while you're there if that's something that interests you i didn't know that mm-hmm. yep <clears throat> Oh, no, I did see that the other day, Yeah, like on Instagram or something. Okay, cool. Very cool. Here's something else I'm learning about, which I guess will kind of segue into the next thing we're going to talk about. But I've been learning a lot about orange wine, which Dry Farms does offer, but it's a very specialty item and you got to snag it while they have it. Have you heard of this, orange wine? No. Okay, it's not wine from oranges. (laughs) I was like. Really? No. It's <laughs> you see the look on my face. Like, yeah. Uh, Ew. Yum. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, orange wine is white wine grapes 
that are fermented on the skin. And so it's like you've got your white white grapes, which are typically they press it, they get the juice, they ferment the juice. Mm-hmm. Red wine, you you press it, you know, or you pr- press it and you ferment it on the skin. That's what gives it its color. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Orange okay. wines, you press, you get the juice, but then you actually ferment the juice on the skin and on the stem. And it produces this orange colored wine. And it's really more common in certain areas. But anyway, I've been researching it a lot um, because they make it on Sicily. Okay. So anyway, a little nugget of information there for you. Uh, Do they have it all the time or just... Every once no, in a while, every once you just in a while. have to pay attention. They'll literally. Um, so, if you're a Dry Farms member, you'll get emails, and they'll be like, "Hey, there's this. Here's our best-selling red for the entire year. If you want a case of it, grab it here." Or, "Hey, we got this great shipment of orange wines, and if you would like to give them a try, you know, here's a little box you can." Try. Oh, anyway, I need to be better about yeah. opening their emails. Um, yeah. It says really good with like curry and Moroccan. Sure. Cuisine. Well, that makes sense because I mean, Sicily is one of the highest producers. The biggest producers of orange wine. Uh-huh. And Sicily is way closer to Morocco than it is to like Venice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I for mean, sure. It's like yeah. you're in Africa at this point. Uh huh. Um, anyway. Cool. Yeah. I love, I geek out so bad about oh, yeah. how foods travel and go places and like yeah. how they're influenced and like, oh, I just love that. I love that kind of stuff. That's exciting. I love yep. to learn something new like that, mm-hmm. try something new. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever I don't think I've ever had one. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't think I mean, I've I just ever, pulled this article yeah. up and it's like the difference between rosé and orange. How yeah. fun. Yeah. No, I've never had one. Yeah. Cool stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what's new with you, Angela? Angela's doing something really fun, you guys, and she's doing something really fun next month. Um, I am. Go ahead. You say it. Mm. Well, you know, I when I started Old World, first of all, I like kind of just experimented in 2020 with pop-up sales on Instagram. Just mm-hmm. like how will people respond if I start using this expression Old World? Because I like it. I feel like it really sort of it's a nice big umbrella to pop lots of different styles underneath. You know, I like lots of different styles. I'm predominantly French with a lot of Anglo, you know, British. But so I started doing these pop-up sales and they were really crazy, like really fun and really crazy. Um, And then in the lighter half of the year, started prepping to release this, my first magazine. But the, the like idea was eventually this mom of six would get to like go back to France and like start doing <laughs> start doing interesting things again, you know, yeah. like yeah. It, you know, not that my life isn't interesting, but do some it's of okay. these ideas. It's okay that have to been like these things. That's okay. Swirling around in my yeah. head for so long, you know, and then yeah. of course like the universe shut down. You're kind of you and I were looking at each other like. <laughs> Is this chapter, is this book closing before it even opens, you know? Um, So it just kind of that, you know, started the magazine, started the design classes and stuff with it and everything, but kind of just held off on some of the other ideas going around in my mind. So 
next month, so I did uh, announce one of those ideas um, probably about a month and a half ago, month ago, I don't know. Um, but next month, I'm leading my first flea market trip here in the States. And it's, I'm so excited. It's, I'm taking um, a handful of women, probably 12 to 15 women, um, to mm -hmm. my personal favorite flea market here in the Midwest. And, um, you know, they're going to be staying at a really posh hotel and we're going to have drinks the night before and a French organic pastry picnic pre, probably mm -hmm. pre dawn before the gates open and um, get to just do something that I really enjoy with people that I think are going to enjoy it as much as I do and sort of get my history nerd gun off, you know, talking about antiques and answering their questions at things we look at. And um, I'm telling them I'm going to teach them how to bargain with class. Ugh. <laughs> Shay is not one to ask for for a deal. So no. if the if the vendor was like you have to pay double, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> oh that's boy. yeah. I'm that's, very uh, excited for this for you because I am too. They're y'all, I'm not kidding when I say this, like dozens of phone calls have occurred between Angela and I over the past two and a half years mm -hmm. just weeping and we're it was genuinely like will we be able to see each other like yeah whatever I mean you went the rounds with your grandparents not being able to see them like is this life that we live <laughs> over is it completely mm -hmm. over so the fact that you have people who are going to be traveling from all over to come to meet you to do that, like, it's just so exciting. Yeah. I was just saying to to Ami Lee yesterday, I said, remember all the conversations I had with Shay where we would cry and then we'd say, okay, we're going to take a deep breath. We're going to ride this out. We're going we're yeah. gonna to ride this out. There's no way we're going down like this. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of consoled myself by like, this isn't heaven. This is earth. <laughs> and mm -hmm. like, you know, this isn't glory. So it's going to be messy and imperfect. And mm -hmm. you might just have to be okay with that for the rest of your days, you know? Um, so the fact that the opportunity is opened up once again to me is just, I feel so grateful. <laughs> I feel so grateful. So it. grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So yeah, so just as a as an <clears throat> entrepreneur, like to, for all intents and purposes, release a new product. You know, mm -hmm. if this flea market aspect of my business, and we'll start here in the <laughs> states, and then we'll move on to flea markets in France. Um, as was so well received, like I was shocked. I yeah, I was just kind of like I just kind of like put it out there, like eh, yeah, what are you gonna say? You know, yeah. and it sold out. So that's really um really fun and mm -hmm. then there's more ideas of mm -hmm. course but um, mm -hmm. yeah i love this this is great mm -hmm. what if one more person wants to come is that you are you maybe being a turd <laughs> i will i will make can i, I sleep do whatever that takes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be cool <laughs> joel that just scoot cool. over just scoot over make room <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm very fun. Um, okay. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to 
be here before I know it. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Summer goes so dang fast. I know. I've got kids. So uh, most We have a lot of sur- summer birthdays, and they're like, how many more days to my birthday? How many more days? I'm like, please, could you just <laughs> let me enjoy it, please? Could you just calm down? Yep. Yeah. Gosh, I felt like that so much in the life right now is very much like a hurry up and wait phase with where mm-hmm. we're at right now. And that's okay. That's a season, and that's fine. Um, our cow, I actually got a text from the guy who – we take her to to be bred. He's got a big Texas Longhorn bull. He's a friend of mine, and he lets me breed Cece to his bull every year. Well, I got okay. a text from him a couple weeks ago that was like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of open cows, and Bully is—that's his name, Bully. Uh, Bully is now hamburger, and he, oh, he, uh, his scrotum literally had like—I didn't even know that this happened." <laughs> But, like, his scrotum shrunk to, like, a quarter of the size that it was. And, like, when you have a bull, you guys, when you have a male animal on your farm, like, scrotal circumference is a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Because that bull or whatever it is, whatever male animal you're using, he has to be able to breed the females because your entire crop depends on it. Yeah. And it's it, so many – there's so, so much time involved. There's so much time involved. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Bully left a bunch of open cows and Cece mm. has not calved yet. And we are quite literally in like the last two weeks of when she could possibly calve. Like she could have calved three months ago. And now we're like in the, the very, very, very last two weeks. And I'm like staring at her. And I know this sounds dumb. It feels like if you had a 70 pound calf in you, you'd be able to tell. But cows can hide it very well and Cece has always hit it very well she's always hit her pregnancies well and she's always hit her cycling well so a lot of cows every 21 days when they cycle when they're ovulating when they can be bred they're super loud and they're just like somebody come and help me (laughs) oh my gosh my cow yesterday she's like yesterday was her day she's jumping on the calf yeah told the kids like don't go in there don't turn your back on her yep (laughs) like they get she's just like so loud yeah please shut up yeah <laughs> like yeah anyway mm. so like he tells me this and i'm thinking oh my gosh if my cow isn't bred we already gave her a year off oh yeah it's nine months out if we breed her like this very second it's nine months out and mm-hmm. we don't want her to calve like in january and so we yeah. actually would have to wait longer to breed her Oh my gosh. And I just like collapsed. I just totally spiraled. Like, I just, I can't have that be the case. Like, I need milk. I need milk so bad. And I need her to be bred so bad. And I still don't know what's going to happen. I mean, a cow has never been so watched in their life. I'm just like, every day I'm like squeezing her teeth. Like, is there anything else? Like, what's going on? Feeling her ligaments. Ugh. It's just so, so difficult. But the, um, I don't. I have zero idea why I was telling this story. I'm surprised. Like my, it's like obvious when she's pregnant. They're just all yeah. different, I guess. Like she. Yeah, they can just carry different, and depending mm. on if it's a like big women, a big to. calf or a small yeah. one, or like okay. I'm staring at her and I'm like, everything in me is like, yeah, she's pregnant. I just keep okay. sending pictures to people that I know who would be able to assess <laughs> such a thing, and they're like, I've gotten the thumbs up from some pretty valuable opinions. Okay. So. You could pray for my cow. Just pray that she yeah. has a calf like in the next two weeks. That would be great. Um, 
I have zero. I, oh, I, why was I talking about this? The hurry up and wait, but like, maybe. Why, where was I going with that? I veered off at scrotal circumference. It's all, I don't know. <laughs> I, have zero, I have no idea why I began that story. It tied into something that you said, and now I can't remember. So <laughs> just wait, mm. waiting on a woman. That's what I'm doing. Just yeah. Waiting on a cow. Waiting on a woman. Oh, I know what it was. Um, everything in the garden has just been so, so beautiful. This year was like the first year in all of our gardening years where it's like the tulips and the daffodils, like we finally got them. <laughs> they were the right ones at the right time and the right amounts and the right colors. And it was just spectacular. And mm. I wanted to, to just drink in every drop. And my kids would say, how many days until summer? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like summer will come and summer will go and summer is hot. Like I want yeah. this moment. I want the tulip with the rain droplets on it, you know, and mm-hmm. I want the like snowdrops coming up. Like I want that yeah. and I want to just <gasps> breathe it in and savor it and oh, so yeah, much I good mean, stuff. I can't wait to go to the lake every day, but I'm in no rush. Like, right. Just, just pace. As long as it's not snowing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, seriously. Pace ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That being said, I did text our contractor this morning and I was like, dear Kenny, if there's any humanly way possible for us to hook back up our washer and dryer while we finish, that would be great. <laughs> like, yeah. what, do, what does a human have to do to get this hooked back up in theory? Because what, like, what does it look like right now? Like, do you have floors? Do you have, um, I don't even we think have, I have an understanding of what it it's, looks like. It is time complicated, I'm, you guys. Okay. I had no idea. Because I've never done a project like this. Why would I have an idea? Mm-hmm. Never done anything like this before. And the process has just been so shocking to me about the inspections, the approvals, the permits. Um, so right now, the electrical is almost done. And once the electrical is completed, then we can have an inspector come out. And once the inspector approves it, then we can actually turn it on. And once it's turned on and approved, then we can cover up the walls. So right now, everything is laid out. Like there's, we have our concrete floor. We haven't put our tile down yet, but all the walls, all the structure, it's just two by fours. So like we can't cover up any electrical work, which means we can't cover up the ceiling. We can't cover up the walls. We can't do anything until the electrical is approved because the electrical is everywhere. <laughs> so I just. It, Are whatever. the exterior walls up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're up. Mm-hmm. Insulation. But, but or- No. <laughs> Insulation can't come in until after the electrical is approved. And we have – so we have a 100-square-foot new bathroom is what we're putting in. And we have new windows in there, but the windows haven't come in yet. So the windows are actually open to the outside. And we have – we call him the stranger cat. Every night, this cat jumps into my window from downstairs. And he just stays downstairs, but you can hear him. Like, I have three cats. I love cats. This cat is – possessed it's like he sounds like like a dying you put up plastic and a staple get a staple gun and some plastic well we do but we keep getting these crazy windstorms and so it keeps there was a couple times a couple nights where we actually went down and ripped it off because it was flapping so loudly that we couldn't sleep because our bed our mattress is like right above this anyway yeah it's just it's not been great. It's taught me a lot about things. And also, I'm never moving or doing anything like this again. 
because apparently I'm not that good at it. But if I could get my washer and dryer back, that'd be great. Um, My friend Amber is out of town this week and she said, you know, she just lives two minutes away. So she's like, hey, come just do all your laundry at my house. So I've been doing that and y'all, I'm a homemaker, okay? I've done a lot of loads of laundry. I have never found such pleasure in doing laundry when you can just do as much as you want and just wash things immediately. You know, you don't have to store it up and then drop it mm-hmm. off somewhere or take it someplace. I know that people in cities, like, you guys are probably thinking we're complete idiots because you're used to using a laundromat or a laundry service. Do you know how much our laundry mat charges for drop-off laundry? Let me tell you, $2 a pound, okay? Do that math real quick because I lugged a thing of laundry to Amber's today and it was like 30 pounds. I'm like, so this basket of laundry would cost me $60 to have washed? What? Yeah. It's just... That's not to use the laundromat. No, that's for if you just drop it off and they wash it for you. Right. But, you know, know people live like that, Angela. People have people who do their laundry. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? Perspective is important. It's like it's like when you like break your wrist. It's like you've never Mm. been so grateful to be able to like move your thumb is when it heals. That's how I feel about Mm -hmm. laundry. It's like the Lord has given me a new love for laundry because I probably whined about it quite a bit. And now I'm like, oh, if I could only do my laundry in my own washer and dryer. As much That's as how I, I feel want. about my washing machine right <laughs> yeah. here. Like, yeah. I feel like a queen. Yeah. I've always been in some dank dungeon, spiders, yeah. ick, or yeah. just, or like some decrepit 35 year old machine that we have to re- take the front off and like yeah. repair it every six weeks. And when I walk in there, I'm like, boop. Yeah. <laughs> I just hit the button and, oh, I'm in a hurry, 20 minute cycle, mm-hmm. you know, just like, Oh my gosh, I just feel so spoiled. Yeah, you just feel super posh. I just feel super posh. And yeah. It's just a dumb washer and dryer I know. in a in an unfinished room sitting on plywood. I don't care. It just feels so good. Yeah, it does. It's like when you move and you get set up in your new kitchen like just enough that you get up in the morning and you like have your coffee. You can have your coffee mm-hmm. and you're just like, "Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Luxury." right that actually i think is kind of important it's it is important to sort of be jarred out of our normalness out of our normal routine like Mm -hmm. we're creatures of habit we like our little creaturely comforts and when those are taken away it actually gives us some good perspective on being grateful just Mm -hmm. ultimately just being grateful for what you have and what you are capable of doing and yeah Homemaker Chic listeners, you've heard us talk about it, but now is the time to take the next step in your grocery shopping, real food pantry stocking journey by doing your monthly shopping with Azure Standard. Right now, we want you to visit bit.ly forward slash Azure Chic and get shopping. Azure Standard is a family-owned, organ-based whole food grocer that delivers all around the United States each month. They'll connect you with a local drop-off point in your area, and then the fun really starts. That's right, Shay. So visit bit.ly forward slash Azure Chic. Build a cart full of the products that you need to run your home and kitchen. From cleaning products to plant starts to spices to dry goods, fresh produce to baking supplies and everything in between. This is how we stock our refrigerators and pantries each month. 
Azure has exceptional offerings at a fraction of the cost of your local specialty markets or health food stores. Visit bit.ly forward slash Azure Chic right now and bring the fun back into your kitchen and pantry. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Tubes and Co. Organics believes that skincare products should nourish and restore and come from simple, wholesome ingredients. Consider having a beautiful routine as nature intended with no synthetic chemicals, no GMOs, toxins, or artificial fragrances. Can you imagine that? Taking care of your skin and applying your favorite makeup products knowing that what you are using is safe and beautiful from the inside out. Tubes & Co. believes that skincare products should nourish the skin without adding hormone-disrupting chemicals, and they go above and beyond to source organic products made in the USA. Visit tubesandco.com. That's tubes like soups. Tubesandco.com and use the coupon code CHIC10 for 10% off. Does your skin need some extra help after this long winter? May I personally suggest the Sea Buckthorn Oil and Frankincense Tallow Balm, two of my favorites. It's not good enough for you until it's good enough for Emily's own family. So visit tubesandco.com and use the Homemaker Chic coupon code CHIC10 for 10% off. We went for like two weeks with, um, this is not a like, hello. I hate the expression first world problems, but hello, first world problems. Um, We went for two weeks last month with like a hot water heater, a new hot water heater. It's only like two years old, but some, I'm not going to remember the piece. Some piece had like completely corroded, which is terrifying. Joel showed it to me. How did that happen in in two two years? years? whoa like it was eaten it was gone um but we went with like 15 minutes of hot water we don't have a dishwasher so we're hand washing dishes three four or five times a day eight people needing to bathe or take showers like this was just Mm -hmm. there was no hot water in abuse baby (laughs) it was just like fun then you know and the the piece to get the piece um, like Joel went out of town, it was faster for him to just wait to go out of town and get it at a Lowe's than it was to have it by Shipped. the time we figured yeah. out what was wrong with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That crazy. Yeah. And so when it comes, when you get something like that back, you're like, thank you so much. I, I will you. be so grateful. <laughs> yeah. I will be so grateful for a door on my bedroom. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah. I will be so grateful for laundry. 
I will be so grateful to have a third of my house back. I will be so grateful. So I'm grateful to be able to do this project. It's just, wow. It's just so much more than I anticipated. So How much longer has it taken than you, than you did think it was going to take? Well, we first met with a contractor last April. So it's been over a year. And mm-hmm. then the permitting process went through just COVID bureaucratic hell. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I was... I know that it displaced a lot of things, okay? I'm not insensitive to that, but like how long is this going to be an excuse for just like managing things poorly? Yeah. And I was like, oh, COVID, we lost your email. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I don't think that has to do with COVID. So if you could just right. put the stamp of approval on that, that'd be great. Um, anyway, we sort of broke ground in December. So uh, we've been... It's just a lot. It's waiting on subcontractors. The housing market in Washington is insane right now. The the subcontractors, you know, electricians, plumbers, mm-hmm. insulation, HVAC, like all of this, it's it's uncharted territory in terms of demand. And especially where we live, because, you know, when COVID happened, a bunch of people, I mean, Seattle basically burned. And I think it's... People I think we fled. have like a similar situation with Madison it's and Milwaukee. It's happening a lot. It's yeah. happening a lot of places. And it's yeah. hap- I know it's happening in Idaho right now. Um, okay. So a ton of people from like where I am, they moved over to Idaho. They're like, we're out of here. But, mm-hmm. you know, for those of us who stayed, a bunch of people who live on the coast towards Seattle, which is over a giant mountain range. So it's it's not connected super easily. Um mm-hmm. And anyway, a bunch of those people came over to where we are and they were like, okay, well, I can work remotely now. So I'll just move over here because the weather's way better and housing is way cheaper. And now that's not the case anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's just it's thrown a you know, it has just thrown a complete wrench in things. So it was it was just bad timing. I mean, there's that's all there is to it. Just bad timing. But it'll be beautiful when it's done. I think I Mm -hmm. keep buying stuff and just shoving it in places around the house like curtains okay now shove those under the couch and we'll pull them out in six months when we're finally at that (laughs) stage yeah it's gonna be great it'll be really great but i'm having to kind of channel some of my creative energies elsewhere because i'm sure many homemakers can relate to this like when you focus on something and you can't Mm -hmm. do it you could drive yourself mad like a border Mm -hmm. collie have you ever had a, you know, right. seen a board yeah. club where they're just like, and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, and so that's been, that's been fine. Once I kind of submitted that that's what I needed to do, that's been better. So mm-hmm. if you're in the same situation, roughly, get to maybe pick up a new hobby. It might help you keep right? your sanity. <laughs> yeah. So um, Stuart and I are actually going to be. I don't know if I would consider it like launching a new uh, product, but sort of, um, you know, we've been teaching these online classes. We taught a sourdough class a couple months ago mm-hmm. and we had like almost a thousand people register for this class. And it was just this online, like hour long sourdough class, which was incredible, uh, incredibly overwhelming because that's just a lot of people. <laughs> Especially yeah. when you've got some social anxieties and, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so are you going to do something else, something similar? We're going to do uh, – we'll still be doing those because I think they they are really valuable. You know, it's like the whole idea is 
there's, you know, we talked about not being able to escape certain things as a homemaker. And like cooking is one of those things. Mm-hmm. It just is. Even if you're only cooking for yourself, like it's something we all have to deal with every day. And so, you know, a big idea behind our doing our our free sort of classes was just like trying to revive this joy in people. Like food can be such a pleasure. It can be such a point of joy and it can also be such a point of friction. Um, and mm-hmm. so we do our cooking community, which, you know, with that whole thing in mind, which is so great, but it's also not for everybody. You know, there's a lot of right. dietary restrictions that go on, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so we've been sort of just hashing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth thinking like, okay, well, how do we, how do we sort of take this to the next level? Um, mm-hmm. Just in terms of content, in terms of maturity, you know, even in terms of skill, like I want to keep skilling up in the kitchen and like, how do I continue to do that? And so um, we're going to be doing basically capped, like only 20 people per class, specialized classes that'll be mm-hmm. between three and four hours. So it's going to be meaty. But the idea is we're actually going to be, you know, preparing this food together. You'll be doing it in your kitchen while I'm doing it in my kitchen, doing it mm-hmm. alongside each other, answering questions. And it's amazing, like just the idea of having that kind of intimacy. I don't know if you feel like this with your flea trip at all, but like it's really appealing to me because it already feels like the noise is so much quieter. Yeah. And it feels peaceful and quiet and intentional. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I There is something to be said of the emotions of things as a homemaker, right? Like emotions can get a really bad rap. Like don't be run by your emotions. Don't make these emotional right? decisions. Like I make a lot of emotional decisions and some of them have turned out to be really good. Um, uh. Rachel Jankovic talks about emotions being like a wild horse and like you can't just let it run away with you. You have to keep it in check, but you can ride it. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, um, yeah, I do think they get a bad rap. Like that's like yeah, negative. No, like I do a lot of things based on emotion. Yeah. Because I have a lot of good emotions. Yeah. You know? Or sometimes when, your emotions are just like, I feel like making a beautiful dinner tonight. I'm, gonna, I'm just going right. to go with it. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. go with it. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes when I, when I make a, like a business decision or even a decision Mm -hmm. in the home, I'm like, how does this make me feel? You know, obviously pending like the whole, like, is this honoring and glorifying and Mm -hmm. responsible and wise? Okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like the, right. Yeah. But how does this make me feel? And sometimes like a, a new dish towel can make you feel really good. And this decision of, of doing these sort of like tailored and intimate classes, it gives me a certain feeling about my work in the kitchen. And yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I don't quite know how to put words to it, but um, I don't know. I'm just kind of excited for that. I'm excited for what's next, I guess. Um, I For me, like I feel, I mean, this is just about me, but I feel um, what I do, you know, it's like I'm here at my desk, I'm creating the magazine or I'm creating YouTube content or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, it feels very, it's real. Like I'm doing the work. I, I know it's real. But then once it's out there, it's like, did is that a real thing? Yeah. There's just kind of this disconnect, you know? Yeah. And so really to just to have this kind of like hype and these people are like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for you to do this. I'm in. Let's do this. I'm coming. 
I'm like, oh, I'm actually in business. People want to do business with me. <laughs> so the po- the poser mentality is severe. The, the poser mentality is really severe. I feel like that with this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you want to talk about feeling there. like a poser. It's weird. It's just us sitting here. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. So the fact that like people yeah. are like, I'm getting my mom and my sisters and we're coming. We're going to meet you. We're going to hang out with you. I'm sort of like, really? Mm-hmm. You want to hang out with me? <laughs> like, I mean, like you felt val- like that's yeah. valid. That's valuable to you. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. I felt like it would be valuable, but I'm so happy that you yeah. feel it's valuable. Yeah. 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 It's it's really fun. And Skilling up is fun, like learning new things, trying mm-hmm. new things, exploring new options. Like, um, that's fun to me. And you yeah, know, people have an origin story like that, no matter what right. they're doing. Like, there's some sort of origin story. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, starting at that starting line is kind of exciting. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a new stage. I think generally speaking, for both of us, for both of our businesses, and hopefully a a nod to what's to come in the next decade, you know? Yeah. Isn't it amazing to think about what blogging was like and what YouTubing was like a decade ago? Mm -hmm. I mean, wow, what a change. And I don't anticipate the next 10 years slowing down. And so, I mean, I'm going to slow down in terms of like, I don't... I don't need to be a part of the crazy parade. I don't feel the desire to do that. I feel the desire for intimacy, for quietness, for human connection, for mm-hmm. tangible things, mm-hmm. for um, tailored, beautiful, knowledgeable content. Like, I feel the desire for all those things, not just to ride the crazy train. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, we talked uh, the other day, we were talking about like maturity and age. And just for me yeah. as a businesswoman, for me to say, like, this is what I want to do. Don't worry about me burning the candle. Like I'm, or you know, yeah. running my. I this is this is this is what I want to do, and I I feel really good about this. Like I get to now, I get to develop this person. That's this idea that's sort of been going on in my head for a long time. These passions I have about antiques and design, and now I get to like go into this next chapter and really just like narrow my scope yeah where as a businesswoman or like you know with our jobs like sometimes we're like trying to be wide and we're trying to be all things to all people and i never really wanted to do that but you kind of have to pay your dues yeah you know and now now i'm gonna like yeah it feels for me like as creative like to be really focusing on design we're looking at some private design we're looking at group design for the society like we're going to just really just like hone the in. audience doesn't have to be so big. If there's a few of you that want to come along with me, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of went through that every time I share a butchering thing, you know, when people get super upset about it. It's like, mm. that's okay. Like you can, you have the word homestead in your brand. I mean, can we just acknowledge you that? Can, you just you don't have to like it, and that's okay. And you can mm-hmm. go somewhere else where people don't do that. And like, I don't mean this in yeah. any like you're just you're not you're not who this is meant for. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay, and that's yeah. great. That's totally fine. But part of our job is to just 
do our jobs really well and to find the people who this will help, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and speak to them. I think, mm-hmm. you know, when I went with Jovial to Italy, whatever mm-hmm. that was, three and a half years ago, to like have Carla's hands on my hands and just be like, this is what your dough should feel like. Mm. It's too dry. Add more. You know, here's how you shape it. Just it should feel like this. That changed my life. And that sounds dramatic, but it's not. It changed my life. And so that honing in and that like finding the people that you're actually speaking to, to me, like that's that creates those kinds of moments. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of moments that changes people. That changes the way that we're we keep our homes. It changes the way that we keep ourselves. I mean, it gives us an idea of what we're even trying to go for in our houses, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in our homemaking. Well, even on the show, we've gotten, you know, we started just we just started. We really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And we would, you know, we read reviews at the beginning and comments and stuff like that wow. and yeah. figured out really quick, oh, this show isn't for you. <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> We're just going to keep doing what we do. And, you know, yeah. And it, it will be for certain people. And then, and then it will encourage those people. And it, it, we've heard it, it will change their life. Right. You know, that hands on having somebody with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, we talked the other day, like about like changing. Would we switch our age, and would we be at a different phase of life than we are now? And I think professionally, for me, it feels really good to just go. No, like this is actually what I like, and this yeah. is what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I did a silly, um, I mean, silly, lighthearted video about Princess Diana a few weeks ago on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to like that's who I am. That's what I enjoy, and. You get a little kickback because sure. it's got a an ad. Like, I'm sorry, you don't work for free, so I did an ad. That's okay. It was a fun video. I got to talk about some style tips that I use every single day. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'll pass those on. And I did get an Instagram comment, um, a direct message, and it was really fun. She said um, – she said, you know, like that that was a game changer for me. I talked about putting on a trench coat instead of like your Carhartt just to run to the pig. And I like literally I had a sweatshirt and jeans on. I took off my Carhartts and my tennis shoes and I put on a trench coat and my sunglasses. And she lives, I think, in Kentucky. And she did that. And all her friends sort of gave her a hard time that weekend. But her husband ended up taking her out to dinner spontaneously. And she just felt great and got a bunch accomplished over the weekend. She's like, that was a game changer. <laughs> you just took the time to share with me. Yeah. Go ahead and swap out your coat. It's okay. Yeah. And so that like sort of like that, I think we're both sort of professionally in this phase where people, when they respond to us, kind of just letting go of things and just deciding to be what we want to be yeah. feels really good. Yeah, it does. It does. I like this. I like this stage. This is mm-hmm. This is a good place to be in. So. I don't know how we got on that topic. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> do you want to thank American Blossom Linens before we sign off for the day? I do very much because um, I'm in full uh, F- sheet washing mode <laughs> after the family not feeling well. I'm just making the rounds and 
<laughs> just disinfecting just everything and just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. So thank you so much to American Blossom Linens. You can visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20. Enjoy some new uh, sheets, some new towels, all cotton grown here in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, these The sheets are what we call modern vintage, so they are woven to last a lifetime. So none of this like buying sheets every year or every other year at Kohl's or Pennies or wherever. Just make this investment once and dress your bed beautifully. And now you can dress your bathroom beautifully. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, like, I use the big bath beach sheets when we go to the beach and we talked about the the laundry baskets but um we've been working with american blossom linens on this show since about day one so thank you so much to them for being the official sponsor Mm -hmm. this time around and that's americanblossomlinens.com yep homemaker chic 20 for 20 percent off i have totally purchased my towel sets in the hope that someday there will be a bathroom for them to go in Mm -hmm. Just hanging out. In good faith. Just waiting. Like, I'm not going to – I'm not opening these for my old bathroom. I'm not doing that. I'm saving them for the the reveal, the final moment. So The reveal. (laughs) uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining us here today and letting us just kind of catch up and hang out. It's such a pleasure for us to be here with you on Homemaker Chic Podcast, truly. Thank you to our patrons who keep Homemaker Chic on the air. We could not do this without you. So grateful. Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast if you'd like to check that out. Um, okay. Well, have a great weekend. I'm going to be in the garden all weekend. So I am too. Love it. We have all right. four more episodes this season. So join us on Monday. Okay. Sounds good. We'll see, see you, you guys then. then. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>